Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. Something unknown flies over and disappears. People driving at night, seeing huge creatures cross the road. People waking up to find their cabinet doors ripped open in their kitchen. Strange things happen every day around the world and seemingly at the same time and area. But are these occurrences connected? This, this is, is what, what we are here, here to explore, to explore and, and are trying to understand. Join us on our journey, to uncover, on our journey to uncover what we call the, the Convergence, Convergence Enigma. Enigma. Every Wednesday on the Fearscape Media Network. Welcome to the Books and Booze Podcast, where we get tipsy and flip through some epic reads. Welcome to the first episode of Books and Booze, a podcast where we get a little tipsy, or more than a little tipsy, and dive into a new book. I'm Anna. I'm Marlena. And we wanted to give you a little bit of backstory on who we are. Um, I'm an author. I've written four books, or three fiction, one nonfiction. I currently work in business development. I've worked a myriad of other jobs in my former life uh, uh, up until now. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a friend to many. Uh, A close-knit group, but they are my pride and joy. And I, I don't know. I'm a book lover, I mean, it goes hand in hand with being a writer, I would feel. And that kind of inspired me to do this podcast because I read so much, but like, I don't get to talk about it to anybody. So me and Mar were talking one day and I was like, oh, you want to start a book club? And she was like, yeah, I was like, you want to talk about it publicly? She's like, okay. So Mar, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? (laughs) <laughs> uh, 
Yes, uh, I am a mom as well and a wife. I have two beautiful babies. Um, I recently, well, I say recently, but within the last year or so, um, quit my job of 12 years at a local pawn shop and became an abstractor for a title company. Um, I also like to read. Um, I don't ever have time for it, but I love to read. I, I am an imaginary person. So when I read a book, I can literally see the movie in my head, which is why I don't like watching movies based off books. Cause they always make me mad. It's never what I think it should be. Um, <laughs> so when Anna asked me if I wanted to do this podcast, I was like, Hey, sure why not and she's like well you don't have to be scared I was like I'm not scared but I don't know how many people are gonna like this half southern half oaky voice oh listeners I am originally from south Mississippi and moved to uh, the central Oklahoma area when in high school uh, me and Anna have known each other since we were 15 she is one of the first best friends I've ever made in Oklahoma um Shout out to Shompton. What, what? Uh, <laughs> only the people that live here will get that joke. And I'm sorry if you don't understand it, but <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's getting better, I hope. It is um, a very, very, very real thing. <laughs> uh, it's like it's a, not. <laughs> like if you're from around where we live, we're just growing with more idiots. It's like That's a all small Midwest city. Oklahoma City is a state capital. Midwest City is like a suburb, and we're a small suburb to Midwest City, and it's getting there. But like, it's not at the same time. My car. I was in Midwest City, and my car got hit at like either Sam's Club or Target the other day, and I'm still pissed about it. Like, ugh, it's a thing, but I digress. Anywho. I had to pull up, I had to pull up on the sidewalk today to let some bitch out of her car she parked so close to me, but was too lazy to back up uh, and move. That sounds about right. Yeah, welcome to yep. Shawnee. Was it at was it at Walmart? <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was downtown. I was getting a freaking Herbalife tea. Oh my tea. gosh. Uh, well, we're yeah. here to talk about books, but we just wanted to give a little bit of backstory about who we are. We've been friends our whole lives. Our children have been like our firstborns were their but like they were first best friends, and our secondborns were best friends and still are, and. That just warms my heart. And they're going to get their nails painted on Saturday. So that's going to be fun. They're going to be like so excited and glammed up. And it's going to be ridiculous because they won't shut up about it for like a week and a half. Their nails are going to, their nails oh, are no. going to last like two hours. <laughs> if that, because if, if, your kid is anything like my kid. She's going to have it chewed off yeah, within an no, hour. It's going to last like maybe an hour. Maybe. Like they they better put industrial oh, yeah, strength she... nail polish on there. 
I, I went to go make the appointment, and they're like, do you want jail now? And I was like, no, I don't want jail now for six-year-olds. I'm good. Seven-year-olds. And they're like, well, jail now lasts longer. I was like, and they're six and seven. I don't need it to last longer. My, I'm not paying $15 My son is Emma's best friend, and um, he told me it's the funniest and cutest story ever. She's convinced they're getting married, and he he told me, he goes, it's between my other podcast host uh, from Ghost in the Attic's Bodies in the Basement, Lindsay's daughter, her middle child, um, and and Marlena's youngest child. He goes, I gotta lock it down. I gotta pick one. I go, What do you mean? What do you got? What do you mean you gotta pick one? He goes, They gotta they gotta pick I gotta pick one before they figure out they got choices. I go Well, I'm just like I'm just letting you know that uh, I'm sorry, Lindsay, but I don't know if yours stands a chance because mine is hell bent. She's marrying Landon. <laughs> she, she, she talks about it on the daily. She proposed to him at Christmas. <laughs> yes, she did. I got the cute, picture to prove it. Was it was the cutest thing. It made me crack out laughing. And like, I can't deal. It was the funniest thing. And like, he goes, there's too many choices in the world and they're going to know I got to lock it down before they figure out they have other choices besides me. I go, you're seven. He goes, I know it's stressful. We got a whole lot of growing to do. I was like, child, I was like, I can't deal with your nonsense. I was like, you need to stop. Oh my God. Children are funny. Uh, But the book we came here to talk about today is The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling, and whee, is it spicy? It is. I loved it. I loved it, too. Listen, the synopsis, which I'm about to read to you, did not tell me that it was a spicy book, which I was not expecting when I was listening to it on full blast around my seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old child. And it said a lot of vulgar things. I was like, mute, 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 mute. And then he was like, what was that? And I was like, nothing. He goes, what was that about her her boobs? And I was like, nothing, Landon, shut up. (laughs) And he goes, he goes, nipples? I go, nothing, Landon. He goes... I heard that, mommy. And I go, you heard nothing. Because yeah, the title and and everything that we read sp- before, it was a I would spicy have never novel. Thought it was yeah. Like so that. This- yeah. It's like one of those TikToks. <laughs> so the ones synopsis so says <laughs> Nine years ago, Vivian Jones nursed her young, broken heart like any young witch would. Vodka, weepy music, bubble baths and a curse on a horrible boyfriend sure vivi knows she shouldn't have used her magic this way but with only an orchard hayride scented candle on hand she isn't worried it will cause him anything more than a bad hay day hay day i've had wine <laughs> A hair day or two. That is until Reese Penhallow, descendant of the town ancestors, 
the town ancestors, breaker of hearts, and annoyingly gorgeous as he always was, returns to Graves Glen, Georgia, what should be a quick trip to recharge the town's ley lines and make make an appearance at the annual fall festival turns dastardly wrong with one ca- calamity after another strikes Reese Vivi realizes her silly little ex-hex may not have been so harmless after all suddenly Graves Glen is under attack murderous wind-up toys pissed off ghosts and talking cats and some interesting things to say Vivian Reese have to ignore their off-the-chart chemistry to work Vivian Reese have to ignore their off-the-chart chemistry to work together to save the town and find a way to break their to break up the curse before it's too late now what the actual fuck of that sounds like it's spicy listeners not a damn thing when i read that i was like oh this is a light-hearted little little read well hello fellow book lovers today we will be covering our first book the x-hex if you haven't read the the following book slash listen to it on Audible, go ahead and do that now or be prepared for spoilers. Lots of Lots. spoilers. This Halloween Hallmark vibes with a spicy twist will leave you on the edge of your seats. This book has a bit of everything. A little dash of spookiness, a lot of cozy witch slash fall vibes, magic humor, and adorably sweet romance. It gets a little bit spicy. The main character is incredibly relatable. I mean, a 19-year-old girl with a broken heart who gets a bit tipsy. Heyo. And decides to playfully curse her at lying ex. Who wouldn't want to curse their lying ex at 19 years old in college? I'm just saying. Just saying. Right. Who hasn't hoped to curse their ex at all? I love the small town Hallmark setting. Loved it. I did too. And I love the fact that it's set in Georgia. This takes me home. It just takes me home. Yes. Like I'm like I said, I'm from Mississippi. So this book based out of Georgia, it was it was just like I don't know. I could picture home when I was reading this book. So Anna, can you tell me what your favorite new word is that came from this book? Fucker neck. That was one of mine, but my favorite word out of this book was dickbag. I <laughs> love it. You know how many times I've called somebody a dickbag while I've been driving? You want to know what my favorite word of all time is, listeners, that I call people on the regular as a as an anism? It's a thing. You can take it as your own if you'd like. I won't take offense to it. 
twat waffle. Twat waffle, yes. Yes, it's an anaism. You can take it and use it as your will. I I be I thesis to you. It's it's a it's twat waffle. It's beautiful. Use it as your will. Twat waffle. Okay, so can I I don't know about you. Um actually I kinda do know about you. I felt that this this book was very relatable. Not only was she a young female in college that got her heart broken, but Reese turned out to be like the bad kid. He was like the black sheep of his family. Hey, I relate to that. So that's this is how relatable this book really is. Yeah. Because it starts off with two young couples and you think he's just an asshole. And then as you get through the book, you're like, he's really like a big old sweetheart. <laughs> he really is. And like, he's just misunderstood. Very much misunderstood. But then again, he's one of the youngest in his family. He has a big family. He's from Wells and he's a warlock. And his father is like um, like the king of warlocks. He's like a crazy old man who's like bound by time and like old school magic. Yes. I also like the fact that his favorite quote unquote big brother is a freaking bartender. <laughs> yes. Wells. Because Wells. what's at the bottom of the well? The bar. More liquor. <laughs> yep. This the romance was so cute, and I love the star-crossed couple aspect. I also loved that the magic goes haywire and the cat talks. I literally cracked up laughing. Treats, 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 treats. I will tell you that when I was, because we listened to this on Audible, and so when it got to that part, I wanted to smash my eardrums. I was like, oh my god, if this damn cat says treats one more time, I'm literally going to fucking scratch my eardrums out. It drove me nuts. It was like nails on a chalkboard. The way they made it sound was awful, but it was so fucking accurate because cats are obnoxious. I have two cats, two dogs. And if either of them could speak, they would just be like, food, treats, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, treats, treats, food, feed me. Like, it's a real thing. It's so annoying, but you're right. It did, it drove me crazy. Okay, but I have to say, my one of my favorite scenes that I actually died laughing at was when they went to the haunted house. Oh yes. To catch to catch the the ghost, the the haunted ghost witch Warren or whatever. Or whatever her name and they was. got stuck. Yes. And they got stuck in the closet when her student because she is a professor at a college. She teaches history. Vivian does. And so Vivian and Reese go to this house, this old haunted house. They needed to catch a ghost witch to help them break the hex little backstory they get stuck in a closet a coat closet because 
two of her students showed up at the same house at the same time to have sex at a haunted house. That was hilarious. And then she, like, did mind magic to, like, fuck with them. Yeah, and the freaking girl that was there with the guy was like, I am not having sex with a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, imagine being in, like, your 19 to 21-year-old year frame. Would you want to have sex in an abandoned house? Fuck no. Especially when creepy shit started happening all of a sudden and you don't know there's actually a witch there. <laughs> oh. Or that the ghost that lives there is a witch. Right. Also, the closet scene was pretty steamy. It was spicy. They didn't do anything, spoiler alert. They they don't they don't actually do the spicy spicy until later on in the book, but it was a pretty intense. I could literally feel Vivian's heart pounding through the book. Can we talk about the it. library scene? Holy bananas, Batman. Yeah, Woo! I I could hear. I just, I, the, the I one could. thing that made me, like, creep out a little bit was that he kept describing her panties as moist. I was like, can we not? I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that Can word. we not describe the panties like as that. moist? Like, like, yeah, I don't like, I don't Or like that damp. Word. That's gross. Like, I don't want to know if, like, I don't want my husband to be like, Oh, yeah, your panties are... Nope, 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 nope. Off limits. Don't talk about it. Thanks, Kay. Bye. Okay, so since we're just going to talk about the library scene and the closet scene, can we go into the actual scene for a second? Because this book had... The first time. The first time when they're on the couch at at his dad's house. No, like, the first time it, was in the back room of the the uh, shop. Oh, yes, you're right. Of her aunt's shop, right? Yeah. Was it her aunt's shop? Yeah. Yes. The suspense of getting caught. But, like, the book leading up to that, like, their, their connection, their history, their past, their romance for and each both other. Of them, feel it. And both of yes. them telling each other inside their own head like it means nothing nothing bullshit would it freak you out though uh, jumping ahead they they did there was a sex scene or spicy scene that they did at his dad's house in georgia which is like the dracula room the dracula room oh my gosh could you imagine could you imagine like seeing a room set up like that? I would be like, I I don't know if I could do this. I I don't know. If I, I mean, like, le- feel like I'm a bat. Legitimately, Are you gonna though, turn into a bat? <laughs> I probably could and would enjoy the fuck out of it. Because I got told today at the gas station that I looked like Morticia Adams, and I took it as a compliment. <laughs> well, I think Morticia Adams is beautiful. So yeah, I do too. But like. Also, though, I was wearing, like, a floral-patterned tank top, so I was not in gothic attire. 
So I don't know. I guess it's because I have long, dark black hair. Thanks, extensions. But, you know, like. So I, not to change the subject so that the bike, the book gets spicy, but I also kind of like that Vivian is just um, like a. I don't know. She's a very strong-headed woman. I actually enjoyed her standing up to Reese's dad because Reese's dad is a dick. Yes. Like a dick. He's a and so when pain she, in the ass. When she put that old man in his place, I was like, you go, girl. You go, girl. Yes. You go, girl. <laughs> I do have a few caveats to the book. While I did enjoy the book, there were a few small, and I mean very minuscule things, that I, I, I hope the second book in the series, which comes out in September, will hopefully remedy um, and take to a new level. The characters don't really seem to develop all the way. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Because I don't think Vivian knows how powerful she really is. Exactly. Like the scene the scene in the cave when they were trying to recharge the ley lines and she actually did it. But she with Reese. she thought she needed her family to do it. And she probably did to a certain extent. But she was the most but, powerful witch in the bunch. Yes. And then you realize that Reese's dad, his family, aren't actually the original witches or warlocks that that ley line comes from. No. It's actually hers. Right. And, like, she's the most powerful one because she cast the curse. So right. there's that. Because his dad was like, uh, we can't have, we can't be cursed and blah, blah, oh, yeah. See, yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah, you can. He was so arrogant about that. He was like, oh, we can't be cursed. Don't speak of such nonsense to me. Like, fuck you, asshole. But, like, they don't really seem to develop very far. And it's. No, because you don't really, you don't really know what happened to, like, her mom. No. You don't really find out where she really comes from. Her aunt is there. Yeah. Um, and you know that, you find out that Reese's, Reese's mom passed away shortly after he was born. You find that out. Right. And then you find out that his dad is a lying prick that's been lying for centuries about this ley line in Georgia that doesn't even belong to his and family. And you know that he's lying because of the way he reacted. Yes, and so I'm excited to see how the next book plays out and maybe going into a little detail about who Vivian is and who Reese is. And I really, really, really hope they stay together and have little pretty witchy babies. Yes, I just longed for a bit more depth. Also, judging whether someone is somebody trustworthy based on a pair of jeans is not something that I felt a 29 mature woman who is a college professor would actually do. Uh, no, but you know, I, I'm in my thirties and I'm not going to lie. I was real excited when they brought back bell bottoms and I don't know if I could trust somebody in their thirties wearing bell bottoms, but I'm sure going to rock the hell out of them. Bell bottoms. I will too. But like, 
I feel like her saying like everybody on the witch side of the uh, the witchery department is snobs, and then they send over somebody in a pair of jeans, and she's like, "Oh, I can trust them. They wear jeans." I'm like, "Wait, yeah. the actual fuck did you just say?" And then it turns out she couldn't trust her anyway. She couldn't she trust to... her, and then she backpedaled so fast because she needed their help to like get the candle out of her possession. Like it was such mm-hmm. a mess. But I really did enjoy the book. Also, I had no idea it would be as spicy as a little read as it was. I don't. I don't typically read spicy, uh, n- like books. I don't. I love. I don't. Spicy I don't mind books. spicy bits here and there, but they were well written, and honestly, those were like two two aspects that I really enjoyed. That they were well written and well placed. Yeah, it wasn't no Fifty Shades of Grey or nothing, but it was it was a decent, detailed... I got what I needed out of it. Yeah. Like, they were... They weren't a couple of hyper-sexual teenagers or anything. I mean, damn, a lot of naughty parts and everything, but they weren't overwhelming amounts of sexiness, if that makes sense. No, it this made a really good young I would say young adult but like mid 20s. No. Book. I would not let my 15 or 16 year old daughter read it, but I would let like my 19, 20, 21 year old daughter read it. It wasn't it, it was it, a it was little not saucy. Pornographic, but it yeah. was it was detailed. It was detailed. And like the I said, thing it of no it, it was gray, very it much was a hallmark feel with a little bit of like sauciness built into it, which makes it like the perfect balance, in my opinion. Yeah, it was. The, yes. I liked the quote unquote love story. There was a love story to it, but it wasn't like a generic love story it was very relatable she had a lot of reservations that were very relatable mm-hmm. and I, I feel agree. like I don't know everyone good- has everyone has doubts if you don't have any doubts then you're just flying blind and that's fucking irresponsible as hell I I agree. You have to learn through your mistakes. Absolutely. But I don't feel Reese was a mistake. I think it was just maybe wrong time. Wrong time, wrong place. And and they also did not know that they each other were witches when they dated in college. Right. He didn't know she was a witch and she didn't know he was a warlock. Yep. They didn't they didn't know that. And I really think if they would have known that, they would have probably have done better in college. Oh, yeah, for sure. All in all, I think it was a solid 4.5 in my books. 
Me too. Um, I I really enjoyed it, but I will have to say that our next episode is gonna be my one of my favorites. Oh my gosh! So here's the deal, guys. Robin Peterman has stolen my heart. Mine too. <laughs> I have listened to the Right Hook series. I don't know what it's technically called, but like the Right Hook is the first book in the series and I listened to all of those so far the the third one drops on the 28th and it's currently next, next week yeah the it's 25th. next it's it's coming out next week and I can't fucking wait I'm so excited for it me neither I'm, we're not even covering that book for a while and I'm still ready still I'm ready. I'm on um like the afterlife series or midlife crisis. I don't Mid- know what it's midlife midlife crisis. I'm starting that tomorrow. I finished. Oh, I finished the first. Yeah, I finished oh. the first two books in the right series. So I'm waiting on the third book to drop next week They're on the right. All series. free yep. on Audible, and you are gonna devour them, except because- for the one that drops on Friday or. Not Friday. The one that drops on the twenty eighth is not free. The one that drops but, on twenty eighth is not free. But the other but the ones first that comes two out are free, and yeah. all of the midlife crises that she writes are free on Audible. Guys, you've got to jump on these books. They are They're, freaking amazing. The the ones that I've I've been devouring. Listen, I went to Tulsa on Tuesday. It is currently. Friday night. I am on book fucking five. Book five is problematic. I've been- I'm starting it tomorrow. I just finished the second book of the of the right series, but oh, I've been so, so busy. There, I have two, but like anytime I'm not doing something, I'm like play, and like I'll do it until I'm going to bed, and then I'll put on a podcast so I don't like miss anything good. Yeah. Because I can't miss the good shit. Well, I might start it tonight then. I might just have to go sit out on the patio. It's supposed to be pretty tonight. And just finish my drink. And then just hit play on the Audible. It's so good. It's addictive as hell. And like... Well, stay tuned, guys. Because these book series are just going to get better and better. This might be our first episode. But just stay tuned. Because we getting in. We getting it. Yes, Robin Peterman will be coming soon to our podcast, and stay tuned because it'll get epic as fuck, and if you don't like it, we apologize in advance, not really, but kind of, because we enjoy it, so if you don't, sorry to you, um, legitimately, we apologize if you don't like what we like. We we try to find things that everybody will enjoy, but like we can't please everyone. We really truly apologize, but we are just two people trying to appease the masses. But until next time, listeners, keep reading and give us your suggestions at the books and booze podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye, guys.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Books and Booze with Anna and Marlena. If you like the music you heard today, you can give credit to Josh Rutledge. Our logo was created by Stefan Gerhard. And all opinions of these books are mine and Marlena's. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Rate and review us on all your favorite platforms, especially Apple and Spotify. And until next time, listeners, cheers. Cheers.